Welcome to Nutrition Tips with Jen Han, the effortlessly easy path to weight loss. Listen to Jen and learn the truth about dieting and the simple truth about why diets do not work and what does. Now, here's Jen. Thanks for tuning in to another episode on the podcast. And I wanted to chat about what to do when your partner, spouse, significant other eats differently than you. And I'm doing this episode because I'm actually in the middle of this very thing right now. (laughs) So I figured it'd be great to chat about it and to dive into some tips and strategies you can use if someone in your household eats very differently than you. So my partner is has struggled with his weight and does think that diets work in a sense, which is very interesting because if you listen to my podcast or read my blog, you know that is everything that I preach about how diets don't work and cutting things out for the long term really is not beneficial in any way. And I have tried to get on my soapbox and preach and bring him to the other side, but to no avail. (laughs) I'm still working on it. Actually, you know, I'm not working on it anymore. I've sort of made peace with the fact that we're all on our own path and we all have different things that work for us. And really, he's not my client. Like, I can't. (laughs) You know, I can't convince or change him on the food front. So he is doing this diet called Amino Excel where you basically cut out all dairy, all, um, not meats, dairy, carbohydrates, sugar. So you're eating a lot of vegetables, some fruits, and some lean proteins every meal. And it's I looked at the list of foods that you're allowed to eat, and I was just like, oh, my God, this sounds insane. And he's actually done it before, but it's been a while, so I kind of forgot what you could and couldn't eat. And, I like, my anxiety coursed through my blood when I read the foods that you were allowed to eat, thinking of all the things that you couldn't eat. (laughs) I was just like, oh, my gosh, you couldn't pay me to do this. So he is in the middle of that, and it's actually sort of – Not going to be a long-term thing, but his intention is that he's using this as a reset and is going to transition into more, um, a little bit of restrictive eating for the long haul because he really struggles with overeating at times. And I, I know from experience, the last time he did this, as you know from my blog and my podcast, there are cycles. So you go on a diet and 30 days, two weeks, three months, whatever it is, You get to the end and you're like, crap, now what? And you might try and continue or do some sort of modification and add some food back in. But really, in the long-term big picture, it is impossible to stay on something where you're restricting so severely and when you're cutting something out. Because at some point, you reach the end of your rope where you're like, I can't do this anymore. And I've seen that cycle with him over the years many, many times where he's cut something out and then, you know, kind of, goes off the rails, add that add that back in, and it's just this, this cycle over and over. And that's not said with judgment. It's not said with criticism. It's just from sort of an observational 
perspective of saying, hey, this is this is a cycle because it's what it's what happens in every diet. I mean, the diet cycle is for every equal and opposite diet, there is a binge, there is some overeating because the nature of dieting, you go on something, you go off something. Okay, that's not what this episode is really about, me preaching about how diets don't work. <laughs> but um, I, what I wanted to get into was how it affects your relationship and how you can how you can work work on your path, stick to your beliefs while your significant other partner spouse is doing something differently. So it 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 has caused a little bit of strain on our relationship. Not a lot because I went in knowing that he really wanted to do it and I was supporting him in the best way I knew how. And honestly, this time I didn't even get seduced by the weight loss he has had. So he is, he's lost a few pounds and I I have no interest in any way, even though he's lost weight, to even remotely get involved in this program. And that is so helpful because I think it makes it so much easier to stick to what you believe in. So the first thing I wanted to say was focusing on your own journey. Make sure you bring it back to you and what works for you. So if your partner is going on some health kick, cutting out carbs, doing Whole30, doing anything that involves dieting, and you really feel like you just can't do that anymore, that's okay. You're allowed to to honor your path and honor your significant other's path. And so I've realized over the years that what works for me doesn't work for him and that's okay you know it's we have different bodies different beliefs different personalities and I can't make him do something so really bringing it back to your journey and what works for you and I found this is so helpful when we get triggered when we get jealous when we get um, motivated by someone else's weight loss or someone doing keto or paleo like oh they, they have had a lot of success I should do it too bringing it back to you and your path. And why is this so helpful? Because it takes it from being seduced by their results and refocusing it back into your past, your history, your preferences, and what really fits and resonates with you. And if you're listening to this podcast, I already bet that you're the kind of person that either 100% believes diets don't work or is really trying to get to that point where you don't want to diet anymore. So it's okay to have a partner who believes differently and, and making space for it, having discussions about it, being okay with your past, even if you have weight to lose, even if you're not where you want to be body-wise, like you are allowed to be on this path of working to eat normally, working to eat intuitively, listening to your body, et cetera, et cetera. So to me, it's so important to bring it back to you and get quiet, get still, reconnect with that daily if you need to. If you get triggered by your partner's diet or your partner's food plan that they're on or if there are great results that they're having. And this is audio, obviously, so you can't see my air quotes, but results in in quotes because you know as well as I do that we are looking for long-term results. We are not looking for let's lose X pounds in 30 days because there's that dangerous, slippery slope where, yeah, we might lose the weight, but then what? Then what do we do when we get to the end of that? So really bringing it back to you, your path, your journey, your history with dieting, 
and reconnecting to your belief of why am I on this path and, and doing what works for you. The second piece is finding the middle ground. So what I mean by that is creating room in your life for both ways of eating. And that might be a little challenging, which I am finding a little bit challenging, but we're doing the best we can to make it work. So, for example, for dinners, what I'll do is I'll, if I'm cooking, I'll make something that he could eat, like sweet potato. Oh, no, he can't eat sweet potatoes. So there you go, challenge right there. Like grilled chicken and some veg- some roasted vegetables or some big salads. And so actually, basically, it's either salads, roasted vegetables or grilled vegetables. So that's really the only side he can have, and then uh, a lean protein. And I will then make something else for me, having some rice, having some noodles, having a piece of toast, like just adding something else that is a carbohydrate, and I know vegetables are carbohydrates, so so uh, more of a starchy carbohydrate, sweet potatoes, um, all the whole wheat kind of carbohydrates, I add something like that to my meal because I know if I usually just have steak kebabs and veggie kebabs in the grill, that is that is not, that does not usually keep me satisfied for a couple hours. I, I need a starchy carb in my meals, in almost every meal, to keep me full, to keep me satisfied and nourished. And that's just from years of experimenting with what works for me and how I eat. So, trying to find that middle ground of, okay, here are the dinners we're going to have. So breakfast and lunch, we kind of do our own thing. And I will buy food that I know will work for me. So having turkey and cheese and bread for sandwiches, having shredded chicken so I can add to salads, or having rice or quinoa or couscous cooked in the fridge for my meals to add in there. So really making an effort to, yes, I want to accommodate his needs and try and do the best I can, but I'm also really putting my needs equally as important as that and, and making sure that I can have what I need to keep myself satisfied and full and really just enjoying what I'm eating. So that can be you might that can be challenging. You might need a little bit more planning. It might take a little more discussion about the, the middle ground is how you can satisfy both partners' needs. It might take a little bit of compromising on both sides. So he doesn't really like when I have a lot of things around that are sweets or snacks because he struggles with that. So I'll usually hide my chocolates or, and sometimes I'll find them. And I'm like, you found them. You weren't supposed to find them. Um, but for me, that's that's balancing it with the need that, you know, not to hide what I eat because I had a tendency for many years to hide what I ate and to eat in secret. So it's, it's again, that middle ground of how can I respect and honor your needs while also making sure I'm okay with this. So those are two really important things to make sure that you talk about, that you sit with, that you reflect on by yourself together to make sure you're honoring your path and you're finding the middle ground that that respects their needs while also including your needs. And I will say it is much easier if you have the same type of eating, the same way that you approach food, but it's not it's not the end of the world if you don't. Yes, it's a little bit more challenging. And and I think it's a great lesson because it makes you more to me it forces you to be more 
steadfast in your own beliefs and your path and not get swayed by someone else's beliefs and not have it change depending on what someone says about what works and what doesn't. And it can take a while to get there. I would say, you know, in the beginning of our relationship when I was less secure about how I ate and what worked for me, I did get caught up in he was eating paleo. Oh, I should eat paleo because that's healthier and, you know, you're not supposed to have carbs and all the old diety ways of thinking. I definitely got caught up in them more. But I'm, I'm more confident than ever in how I eat. And so for you, really, it might take more journaling, more talking about it, more discussion, more reflecting, more reminding yourself daily why you're on this path and why dieting didn't work for you. And what you're doing for the long term to help you down this path. So, hope that helps. If you are in that situation where your spouse, partner, significant other, roommate, someone in your household, kids even, but that might be a kind of a different uh, approach. Um, and maybe I'll do another episode on kids because I know that's, that's something that people struggle with. A lot of women I work with make something separate for their kids potentially something separate for their significant others if they have one and then something else for themselves. And I'm like, that is insane because that is cooking three times and I can't even cook once. I mean, I can, but I don't love it. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. So I hope this helps. would love to hear from you about um, any tips you have if this is your situation or you've overcome this or you've compromised on this and found a middle ground with someone in your household that eats differently than you. And pop on over to the blog uh, love to hear from you or comment on, if you're listening to this on iTunes, you can't comment there, but you can always comment on my blog and I always respond. So thanks for tuning in to another episode and I'll see you next time. Thanks for joining Jen today and come back and listen to Jen anytime on her page at our website, cwrtalknetwork.com. If you have questions for Jen, send them to Han at cwrmedia.net. Tell your friends about Jen and the effortlessly easy path to weight loss. Thanks for listening.